you have reached the Oscar doctor. It's exciting. The Oscar nominations have been announced, so I got all my research and all my papers in front of me, and I'm ready to answer any questions that you all might have from the Oscar nominations. So before I get into it, please take a seat in our waiting room. Alright, so, like I said, the Oscar nominations have been announced, and like always, we got some surprises, we got some snubs, we got things that everyone's talking about, and I'm going to join the conversation here. The Oscar Doctor is here to serve you well, and I think we just have to say it right from the get-go that James Franco was snubbed. Now... I mean, I was totally predicting him to be nominated for Best Lead Actor, <clears throat> but I mean, there was that huge backlash against him and all of the allegations against him. And, you know, the saying is that there's no such thing as bad press. Well, I think James Franco found it. He found the bad press. It really attacked his chances for being Oscar nominated for the role he played in The Disaster Artist. And he was not in. He was not in. Let's see. We got Timothy Chalamet, who got in for Call Me By Your Name. Daniel Kaluuya for Get Out. Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour, which we all know he's going to win the award. Um, and these are the two surprises for me. Denzel Washington for Roman J. S. Israel Esquire. And Daniel Day-Lewis for Phantom Thread. So, yes, um, James Franco should have been one of those. And the other one was kind of up in the air. People were like, is it going to be Daniel Day-Lewis or Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks did not get in, but whatever. Just to remind you, this is Daniel Day-Lewis's last, you know, quote-unquote, this is his last performance, or this is going to be his last film. We don't know if that's true or not, but that's what he's saying. Uh, that probably didn't hurt his chances getting in here anyway. So another big thing that I noticed from looking at the nominations is that, surprisingly, there was a lot of support for Phantom Thread, and that kind of came out of nowhere. Phantom Thread, everyone was like, did enough people see it to nominate it for certain categories? You know, we, you know, some people said that it was a masterpiece, whilst others were like, just not really into PTA because, you know, Paul Thomas Anderson can make kind of strange-ish films. But surprisingly, Phantom Thread got in for Best Picture, Damon Day-Lewis for Lead Actor, and I think most surprisingly here is that it got in for director, and I was going to save this a little bit later, but might as well talk about it right now. The race for best director was, aside from best picture, this was the one that I was most looking forward to, because it, it, it could have gotten so many ways. I counted upwards to nine or ten directors who really had a good shot at getting a nomination here, and there was only five, obviously, and... That being said, you know, I think the um, the definites were Guillermo del Toro for Shape of Water, Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk, and that was it. Like, those were the two definites. 
there were a lot of scenarios in my head where I'm like, okay, Greta Gerwig might not be nominated for Lady Bird. And based on all of the attention that women have been getting, especially at the awards ceremonies, there's going to be a huge uproar if Greta Gerwig does not get nominated for Best Director and we have another all-male directing category. I'm happy she got in for Lady Bird. We don't have to deal with that. Um, that being said, I think she definitely deserves it too. It's not like she just got in because she's a female. She definitely deserves a great, great, great job by her for doing Lady Bird in her direction. Another dire another scenario that I was playing out was what if Jordan Peele doesn't get nominated? You know, we ha we've had <clears throat> we've had the Oscars So White you know campaign for a while now, and there has been significant amount of African Americans being portrayed and being nominated for Oscars. And with last year, Moonlight winning and Barry Jenkins being nominated and so forth, Jordan Peele's in here. And this is significant, I think. All right, don't quote me on the numbers, but I think this is the fifth time that there was an African-American director nominated for Best Director. So that is significant. And I believe that Jordan Peele is the first African-American to be nominated for Best Director, Best Screenplay, and as a producer for a Best Picture film. So... Congratulations to Jordan Peele. Get Out is definitely deserving. Great, great, great film. I cannot say that enough. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm very happy with the, the, the group for Best Director. And like I said, just to piggyback what I was saying before, Phantom Thread, a lot of love from the Academy. Paul Thomas Anderson was nominated for Best Director. Which is surprising, yes. You know, I thought Steven Spielberg had a chance because he's Spielberg and he should always kind of be in the mix. Um, we had Sean Baker for Florida Project. We had Luca uh, Guadagnino for Call Me By Your Name. But the biggest omission here is Martin McDonough for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. This has been... And this has become a two-movie race for Best Picture. That is Three Billboards versus Shape of Water. They've been trading off. You know, Three Billboards wins here. Shape of Water wins there. They've been trading off. And the big stat that everyone keeps looking at is how Shape of Water was not nominated for a SAG Ensemble. And that's something that we can still talk about. That's something that may still have a huge impact in who's going to win Best Picture. But that being said, now we have to also look at the fact that Three Billboards does not have its director in the Best Director category. And not too long ago, Argo was this film. It was, everyone was in an uproar because Ben Affleck did not get a Best Director nomination for Argo. He ended up... He got a DGA nomination, which um, McDonough has as well. He did not get an Oscar nomination for Best Director, but then his film ended up winning because of the support that he received behind being snubbed for Best Director. Well, will that happen for three billboards? Maybe? But let's just say that it is extremely difficult for a film to win Best Picture and not have its director nominated for Best Director. Like I said, most notably, and most recently, that happened in Argo in 2013. So that's not that long ago. That's only five years ago. But before Argo, it was Driving Miss, Driving Miss Daisy in 1989. So that's a long time. And even before Driving Miss Daisy, there were Wings 
and Grand Hotel. Wings was 1929 and Grand Hotel was 1933. So let's just say that the Oscars and the Academy, they were still trying to figure out and work out all the kinks in the beginning of having the Oscars telecast, a ceremony, and they're just trying to figure everything out in the beginning. I'm not even going to count those, but if even if we do count those, in the 90 years of Academy Awards, only four movies went on to win Best Picture without a Best Director nomination. And that is crazy. And you can, th and only twice, only twice since 1933 has that happened. That, that, I mean, just try to take that in. That really, in my opinion, that puts three billboards at such a huge disadvantage now. That is what is now separating The Shape of Water to becoming the front runner. Three Billboards was clearly the front runner after Golden Globes, but then Shape of Water is really, really coming up strong right now. Even though Shape of Water won um, the PGA, but then the, the Three Billboards won uh, the SAG, and that's the biggest guild and the biggest branch of the Academy. So yes, it's still a two-movie race, but I would say that Shape of Water, it received the most nominations with 13. So it's got the slight edge there. It got the edge in having a directing nomination and arguably the front runner there, Guillermo del Toro, is probably going to win this award. It's not a slam dunk. It's not definite yet, but he is the favorite. And yeah, just having no three, board, three billboards here, no Martin McDonough here in Best Director is going to be very, very challenging for them. It's going to be an uphill battle for them to go. But is this year's La La Land is that film The Shape of Water because they have a lot of similarities. La La Land was the most, had the most nominations last year. La La Land did not get a SAG Ensemble nomination and we talked about this. You know, everyone thought La La Land was going to win last year, myself included. It was winning everything, but everyone kept pointing to, hey, La La Land did not get a SAG Ensemble nomination. The last film to do that was I even forget the name of it, but it was 20 plus years ago. So it's been over 20 years since a film won Best Picture and did not get nominated for a SAG ensemble. But everyone's like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, this is La La Land. You know, they're going to freight train through this Academy Awards. They're going to break the curse, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Moonlight won over La La Land. Could this be similar to what happens to Shape of Water. Shape of Water is now clearly, like I just said, the front runner. It got the most nominations at the Oscars, just like La La Land last year. It was only one behind La La Land, but still the same amount of uh, categories, I believe. Um, it did not get a SAG ensemble. So what's the deal with Shape of Water? Like, you know, are you going to, is, is a movie going to upset the Shape of Water like La La Land was last year? Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Um, then there's another, there's another bunch of discussion saying, is Get Out this year's Moonlight? So that's an interesting take. Because early, early on, I narrowed it down to three movies. Three Billboards, Get Out, and Lady Bird. 
I thought those were going to have the biggest support, and I thought one of those movies were definitely going to win Best Picture. Right now, it doesn't look like that prediction is going to come true because Shape of Water is completely killing it. But what if Get Out is this year's Moonlight? Get Out was nominated for a director, just like Moonlight last year. And Moonlight, Barry Jenkins didn't win, while Get Out isn't, you know, Jordan Peele isn't predicted to win at this point, but you never know. It's nominated for the screenplay, it's nominated for Best Picture, it's, it has a lot of nominations, but this is where I will make it a case against Get Out. It did not receive a Best Editing nomination. Now I'm scrolling down on my list here. For film editing, we have Baby Driver, Dunkirk, I, Tanya, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. There is a statistic that since 1980, only one film won Best Picture that was not nominated for Best Editing, and that film is Birdman. Like I said, Birdman is very recent, so maybe there is some type of changing of the guards, of the Academy members, maybe the voting is done a little bit differently, maybe the mindset is different, but if you want to look at the statistics, if you're not nominated for Best Editing, you more times than not do not win Best Picture. So that's why this is trouble, big, big trouble with a capital T for Get Out and even for Ladybird, because still Ladybird, Ladybird's hovering, is definitely hovering in the top five, possibly top four, and yeah, you know, you never know, you never know. But I pretty pretty much said everything I wanted to say right now. Like I said, if I were to guess and give my predictions right now, I would say that Shape of Water is in the lead. Again, we still have a couple more awards to be released. We need a WGA to release their awards. But that doesn't that doesn't really do much, I feel like, because for best original screenplay, which is this might be the most packed category of best original screenplay that I've ever seen in Oscar history. Because we have three billboards, The Shape of Water, Lady Bird, Get Out, and The Big Sick. Sure, the Big Sick, I'm just going to lament a little bit. It was not nominated for Best Picture. It did not get in for Holly Hunter for Best Supporting Actress. The Big Sick did not do well. Just like I was upset at the Golden Globes for not having The Big Sick in, I am really upset that The Big Sick, how could The Big Sick not get in for Best Picture here? But I'm sorry, okay. But anyway, those are powerhouse films. Get Out, Lady Bird, Shape of Water, Three Billboards. Those are arguably the top four films right now going in for Best Picture. And they're all in the original screenplay category. That's going to be a fun one to look at. Um, one big surprise as well is that the, the Darkest Hour got in. And that might, because, that might be because of the BAFTA love that it received. I didn't think Darkest Hour would get in. It really did not do well at all throughout the guilds and throughout this this award season. Um, movies like I, Tanya didn't get in. That did pretty well. Movies like uh, even Molly's Game did fairly well throughout the guilds and that didn't get nominated for much. Um, yeah, and like I said, The Florida Project, I thought might have a chance to get a Best Picture nom and The Big Sick and those movies did not. And significantly, it's, it's, it's important to say that Bud, 
Mudbound did not get nominated for Best Picture here. And that is a Netflix film. That is a film that I'm very passionate about. I think it is a superb film. I think it's a powerful film. And I think if Netflix did not buy the distribution rights to it, it would have been up here for Best Picture. So thank you, Netflix. But we shouldn't blame Netflix completely because we really should start that conversation at, you know, just because a movie is being streamed instead of seen in the theaters, what? why does that make it less of a uh, movie? Why does that make it less of a film? Um, yeah, so we'll have that conversation, I guess, one day. Anyway, I am the Oscar doctor. That was basically all of the information that I have at the moment. I will be able to look at some more information and research based on who might win Best Picture, and I will give you my best prediction leading up to the Oscars, which this year is in March, is pushed back a little bit. So we'll see how it goes. Thank you for listening, and uh, please, uh, you know, come in anytime you want.